With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Rams Up, your weekly L.A. Rams podcast. Bi-weekly during the season. We are a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We'll cover other SoCal sports items of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. A special midweek drop here. The main focus of this draft coming up shortly my second mock draft, I'm going to give you a full accounting as I made the picks on the Draft Network's mock draft machine. Be my second mock draft. I had one last week. You can look that up on the Monday morning drop. This one turned out quite a bit different. So that's coming up here in a second. A few things I wanted to talk about real quickly. Still a lot of churn about Stefan Gilmore and Tyron Matthew coming over to the Rams. I still have my doubts either of those will happen, but Rams have surprised me before. If there is one of the two I'd like to see, it's Gilmore. So we'll keep tabs on that, obviously. And we also have a schedule release coming up. It'll likely be after the draft, and the Rams will clearly have that home opener Thursday night. And I got to wondering who... Will that game be against? And I've got it narrowed down to four teams. Two other teams that you could see are the Raiders and the Cowboys, both with big fan bases. 
pure craziness at SoFi on opening Thursday night. I don't think that's going to happen either, though. I think it's going to be down to two teams. It's going to be down to Buffalo and Denver. Denver is intriguing because it's a top defense against one of the top offenses. Aaron Donald and Bobby Wagner getting reacquainted with Russell Wilson. But I think it's going to be Buffalo, two of the best teams in the league, Vaughn Miller versus the Rams. But that game would be a heavy hitter any week, even on a Sunday afternoon. That's going to be a big draw across the country. But that's got to be the Thursday night opener, right? Rams, Bills. Man, that's a tough draw for the Rams. But hey, it's a tough draw for the Bills too. But still an outside chance it could be Denver, the Raiders, the Cowboys. But I think it's going to be the Bills. Before we get to our mock draft, real quickly, wanted to get something off my chest regarding some expert commentary that I saw in the past couple of days. Now, this is the type of thing that bothers me, and it bothers me more than it should. But Brady Quinn, like the guy, has really good insight most of the time. And he's talking about the Rams' first pick, number 104 overall. And he says, I'm going to try to give it to you verbatim. The Rams are going to trade back because they don't have that many picks to begin with, and they need to accumulate more. Now, this is the misinformation that even the experts provide to the masses that is just plain wrong. There are seven rounds in this draft. The Rams have eight picks. So if you're going to comment on the Rams draft situation, simply say what the truth is. Simply state the facts. The Rams don't have a lot of high picks. They don't have a first or second round pick, and they actually don't have their third round pick. They have a compensatory third round pick, which is very late, extremely late in the third round. But to say that they don't have that many picks to begin with, this is where all these fans get these this is where all these fans get this bad information. The Rams don't have any picks. The Rams have hardly any picks. Because of the Rams' strategy in dealing with free agents and and compensatory picks, they actually have more than the average number of picks. Seven rounds, they have eight picks. So Brady, love ya. Please get it right next time. That's all I'm going to say about that. And Mike Florio added to the misinformation bucket. He had an article about the Rams possibly making a run at Stefan Gilmore, and he said, I'll quote here, The Rams have adopted a picks-for-players philosophy, which helped them win a Super Bowl last year. They haven't changed this postseason, signing linebacker Bobby Wagner most recently. Now, I don't know how the Bobby Wagner signing reflects a picks-for-players approach. It does, however, reflect the Rams' preference to sign players that have been released, as my guest Tom Kortz has mentioned many times, because it does not affect the comp pick formula. If they sign a free agent, it could possibly affect their ability to garner an additional comp pick for players that they have lost. But when someone is cut, let's call that a street free agent, you can sign him and it does not affect your comp picks at all. 
So not sure why Mike Florio prefaced this Bobby Wagner signing with the fact that the Rams have adopted a picks for players approach. Makes absolutely no sense. This misleading misinformation for so many fans out there. Kind of frustrating. The NBA playoffs mean next level basketball. Get ready for all of the action by betting the play-in tournament with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the play-in tournament and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Greetings, Ram fans. We are back with our second mock draft of the year. Now, last week, my approach was to prioritize cornerback, offensive line, mainly the interior offensive line, and edge. But I also identified some needs that we will have next year due to the free agents we could potentially lose, including two defensive linemen, three offensive linemen, two safeties, and a cornerback. Ashawn Robinson, Greg Gaines, Rob Havenstein, David Edwards, Bobby Evans, Taylor Rapp, Nick Scott, David Long, all unrestricted free agents next year. That is why I added defensive line and safety as secondary priorities in this year's draft. Now this draft, I'm going to take a slightly different approach than last week. I'm going to prioritize offensive line over cornerback. I'm still going to be looking for a cornerback or two. I'm going to be looking for an edge rusher, and I'm going to be looking for possibly a safety, and a couple of defensive linemen. But I'm going to be a little more flexible. I'm going to be looking for value at every position with an eye on these priorities while I'm doing that. Now, how do I execute this mock draft? I use the Draft Network's mock draft machine. I use their predictive model. When I look at who is available at the top of their board when I make the Rams picks, I do a quick sanity check across other sites, do a quick review of the players if I'm not familiar with them. Lance's airline is a guy I'd like to go to most often, and I have a couple other draft boards that I look at as a sanity check. So I'm going to be making these picks real time. I'm starting this draft right now. Now the problem is when you're drafting 104th, I got this set on fast, but it's still going to take a while to get to this Rams first pick 104 overall. It's cranking through the picks right now. I remember last week I posted my results on Twitter. You can go look those up. Or you could go back and listen to last week's pod. But just as a real quick refresher, my top three picks last week were a cornerback, Zion McCollum, team captain at Sam Houston State, John Ridgeway, a versatile interior defensive lineman out of Arkansas, and Thayer Munford, interior offensive line at Ohio State, four-year starter there, and another guy that can play multiple positions. 
And my fourth pick was another cornerback, Demarion Williams out of Houston. Back to this draft, and it is the Rams pick number 104 overall. Top three guys on the mock draft machines board. Troy Anderson, a linebacker. I'm not even going to look at his details. Fedarian Mathis, interior defensive line out of Alabama. James Cook, a running back. We have a tight end and a punter and a cornerback. Martin Emerson, so that's tempting. I do not see an interior offensive lineman in this top group. In fact, i got to scroll quite a ways down until I find an offensive lineman at all. The first one that pops up is an offensive tackle, Cordell Volson, out of North Dakota State. Now, there is an edge guy there, D'Angelo Malone, out of Western Kentucky, and I have seen him pop up in some mock drafts for the Rams. A little on the light side, he's 6'3", 243, an exciting edge prospect according to their details here. CUSA Defensive Player of the Year in 2021. Really disruptive. Before I make that pick, let me see if Lance Zerline has had anything to say about him. Well, Lance Zerline likes him. Plays bigger and tougher than size listed. Well, that partially alleviates my biggest concern coming in at 243 pounds. Much rather have an edge guy in that 260, 270 range. But it looks like he has a very good skill set, active hands, alter speeds and angles, so he, he certainly doesn't appear to be a guy who uses the same speed rush over and over again. But because of his size, it looks like he's probably a liability against the rush, so maybe more of a third down guy. So that would be the concern with him. But he's certainly no reach there, but Fidarian Mathis, they have him as the 88th overall prospect out of Alabama, interior defensive line, with Gaines and Robinson both free agents next year. And I still think we're a little short on depth along that front. And he's rated pretty high by Lance as well, a 6.27 grade. So I guess these prospects are probably very similar in potential. Mathis comes in at 6'4", 312 pounds, by the way. So he's a big boy. Question becomes, how do the Rams feel about these two guys? How do the Rams feel about Bobby Brown? I wish I knew. So I'm going to opt for Mathis over D'Angelo Malone, but I'm going to do one last check. Martin Emerson, the cornerback out of Mississippi State. How does NFL.com feel about him? 6'2", 200. He's a long, finesse cornerback. Good in press coverage, good size and length. Yeah, but, but Lance certainly doesn't have him ranked as high as the other guys. Sees him as a average backup, more of a special teams guy perhaps at the NFL level. So I'm going to opt for value here. I'm going to pass on Emerson. Seems more like a press guy, and he does have some holes in his game. D'Angelo Malone, a rotational edge guy. I don't think that's what the Rams need. They may already have that in the house. So I'm going to look to the future and take Fedarian Mathis with my first pick. It will add depth along that front. Big body in the middle of that defensive line. And will provide some insurance if A. Sean Robinson and or Greg Gaines part ways with the Rams next year. So that selection is made. 
I was hoping to get an interior offensive lineman at that spot, but I just did not see the value. So hopefully one pops up here, but I still need to get myself a cornerback. And we are there at the Rams pick number 142 overall. Now Donovan West, the interior offensive lineman at Arizona State is there, as is the cornerback Kobe Bryant out of Cincinnati. Bryant played for that very good Cincinnati Bearcats team, 6'1", 198. Lance liked him a lot, compares him to P.J. Williams at the NFL level. Productive four-year starter, so he's got tons of experience, great football IQ, and leadership qualities. That's something the Rams love. Ten interceptions over five seasons. Most places I see, Kobe Bryant is the better prospect. I said I'd want an interior offensive line over cornerback, but I'm not going to pass on Kobe Bryant here. You got to be flexible when you're making these picks, and I'm going to flex here and go back to cornerback, just like I did last week, cornerback before interior offensive line. But I already have an interior defensive lineman in my pocket, and I'm still getting a very good prospect at cornerback, Kobe Bryant. So I'm pretty happy about that, and that is going to be my selection. Going to be a little while before we get to our next pick here, and there we are, pick number 175. And I really need to get an interior offensive lineman or an edge rusher here. And hey, there he is again, Thayer Munford, the guy I picked last week. They also have another interior offensive lineman out of Virginia Tech, Lacidas Smith. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He's actually rated slightly above Munford. So two interior offensive linemen and another cornerback also, by the way, Jack Jones. Let's see how Lance feels about Lacidas Smith versus Thayer Munford, and maybe that will be my decision point. Lucida Smith gets a prospect grade of 5.93 on NFL.com, 6'3", 320 pounds, an athletic three-year starter at guard. Lance also feels he has below average physical measurements for the position, and his run-blocking technique needs some work, but the Rams can coach him up, right? So 5.93, let's keep that in mind while we check Munford. And Munford comes in at 6.20, 6'6", 320 pounds. And remember, this is the guy we drafted last week in our first mock draft. Really versatile. They list him as an offensive tackle. He can play inside, though. It's interesting that NFL.com lists him as an offensive tackle. The draft network lists him as interior offensive line. But I'm going to take Munford again. So he's the pick. So, so far, I got... A big boy defensive lineman, Fidarian Mathis. I got my cornerback, Kobe Bryant. I got an interior offensive lineman, or is he a tackle? We'll find out. Thayer Munford. And that brings us to the 211th pick. And the Rams actually have back-to-back picks here, 211 and 212. Who are the top guys on the board here? We have Matt Hankins, a cornerback. Tyler Algaire. Probably pronouncing that wrong. A running back out of BYU. Micah McFadden, a linebacker. And here's an edge guy, Jeffrey Gunter, out of Coastal Carolina. I like Gunter's size more than D'Angelo Malone's. Gunter comes in at 6'4", 260 pounds. How does Lance feel about Gunter? 5.88. And Lance calls him an athletic edge defender who is much more talented as a rusher than a run defender. Sounds a little bit like Malone. Has a knack for creating fumbles. 
much like Chris Garrett, actually. He might be a guy the Rams could develop into a solid presence on the edge. And you can never have enough edge rushers, right? Now, I also see a guy I drafted last week, Demarion Williams. He was my second cornerback pick last week. But I'm going to go with Gunter, the edge guy from Coastal Carolina. I'm taking the 202nd ranked prospect on the Draft Network site with the 211th pick. So a little bit of a value there. And that will be my pick. So now I have three defenders and one player on the offensive side of the ball. I've got a defensive lineman, a cornerback, and an edge guy. And I got Thayer Munford, the interior offensive lineman. What else should I be focusing on here? Well, you know what? There's two cornerbacks in the top four guys on the board here. Matt Hankins out of Iowa and Demarion Williams, the guy out of Houston I picked last week. I am still very concerned about the cornerback position with the Rams, not knowing if they're going to sign Stephon Gilmore. If they sign the Honey Badger, he's not going to help at cornerback that much, although I've been told he can play there. I don't think that's going to be his primary role, maybe cover a slot guy on occasion. So I'm not working the Honey Badger into any equation, even if they did sign him. Hankins comes in at 6'1", 175, so he's kind of a lanky guy. The Draft Network thinks he could be a steal. He has received top-notch coaching at Iowa. Always fields a great defense. He was very productive and had a number of big plays for his team. He's a super senior, so he's got tons of experience. He was AFCA second-team All-American after logging three interceptions and eight passes defended across 10 games. A little bit of an injury concern He's very instinctive in zone, and Iowa runs a lot of it. You know what? That's enough to convince me I'm going to draft Matt Hankins, the cornerback out of Iowa. He's actually the highest-rated guy on the board, and I did it again. You probably know how I feel about the Rams' defense going into this draft. Two straight drafts, I have two cornerbacks, this time Kobe Bryant and Matt Hankins. Last week, Zion McCollum, and Demarion Williams. So different cornerbacks. I think I might like these two even more. Now I'm at pick 218. I need to draft someone along that offensive line, but what position? Do we need a running back? Britton Brown out of UCLA is there. I got my interior offensive lineman. I got an interior defensive lineman. I got edge, two cornerbacks. I feel like this would be a good spot to draft a running back. And Britton Brown, like I say, he's there out of UCLA. 6'1", 205. Originally played at Duke, transferred to UCLA. Good athlete, short area quickness and speed. He's a downhill runner who hits the hole with aggression. Not completely sold on him, but there's also... The offensive lineman I took last week, James Empey, out of BYU. Do I want to take two offensive linemen again? You know, we're worried about David Edwards and Bobby Evans and Rob Havenstein becoming free agents next year, but I fully expect the Rams to keep two of them, if not all of them. And if Havenstein leaves, that's an $8 million savings for them. They can go out and sign a young tackle perhaps to replace him. So maybe I don't need another offensive lineman. Maybe I should be more concerned about Taylor Rapp 
and Nick Scott moving on. I have a feeling Taylor Rapp will move on for sure. And there's a safety there. Marquise Bell out of Florida A&M. Not completely sold on the running back out of UCLA. What about Marquise Bell? 6'2", 205. Lance really likes him. Active, lanky safety. Good in run support. Needs to develop his technique a little bit. Lance gives him a 5.68 prospect grade. The Draft Network sees him as a starting strong safety, but he can play either position. Some of the experts really like this guy. 211th prospect on the Draft Network. You know, I'm going to roll with Bell. I don't think he's going to necessarily help a lot this year. On special teams, he certainly will. But this is a look ahead to 2023. Gives the Rams some insurance. Again, just like along the defensive line, I drafted an interior defensive lineman. Concerned that Gaines or Robinson could move on, either or both of them. And the same deal at safety. You got Nick Scott and Taylor Rapp. I know a lot of you Ram fans would like Rapp to walk tomorrow morning. I don't necessarily agree with that. But regardless, I got a pretty good sense that this is Rapp's last year with the Rams. And Nick Scott... It's going to drive his value up. So let's draft Marquise Bell, the safety out of Florida A&M. Now, unfortunately, this is a heavy defensive draft so far. I really need to grab another offensive lineman or running back. I agree with my special assistant. Draft a running back every year. Just do it. Guys get banged up. Henderson's been banged up. Cam Akers had a serious injury. Jake Funk has had a number of serious injuries. You need a young gun every year at running back. And right now, I see on my board, Deshaun Corbett. Let's look into him. And there's another running back, Abram Smith, out of Baylor. Corbin, 6 feet 221, so he's probably a thumper. 5.60 prospect grade on NFL.com. Lance Erland likes his physicality through contact, but he needs to be more decisive. As I read about him here, it reminds me a little bit of Malcolm Brown. Runs with good physicality through contact, fights for additional yardage, and falls forward. So there's a lot to like about him. Let's look at Abram Smith, the running back out of Baylor. 6.17 grade, 5'11", 221. Similar in size. A big, tough running back. Knows how to press the line and set up blocks. But Lance clearly likes Abram Smith more. A 6.17 prospect grade. At this point in the draft, that's a pretty good deal. And I think this is something the Rams have been in need of. That guy you can hand the ball to at the three-yard line, the two-yard line. As much as I like Cam Akers, he has not demonstrated that he's that guy. Nor is Daryl Henderson, and who knows if Jake Funk is. So I'm going to draft this running back, Abram Smith. Is it Abram or Abram? I don't know. Abram Smith, the Baylor running back, with pick number 238 overall. And the Rams have one last pick, 253 overall. And so far, I have two offensive players. They are Munford, the interior offensive lineman out of Ohio State. And Abram Smith, the running back out of Baylor, and two cornerbacks, a safety, an edge rusher, 
and a big defensive lineman. What else should I grab here? In my mind, I would like another interior offensive lineman or a defensive lineman or possibly another edge guy. If there's a really good edge guy that I think would be great value here, I think I'm done with cornerbacks. There's a safety on the board. I love his name, Smoke Monday. Wow, love to have that guy on my roster. I don't need to know anything about him. But I see an interior offensive lineman on the board, Ben Brown, as well as a running back I drafted last week, Zonovan Knight, but I'm not drafting two running backs. Let's look at Ben Brown, the interior offensive lineman out of Ole Miss. He comes in with a 5.91 grade, 6'5", 315 pounds. Lance calls him a center. Is a four-year starter with center guard roster flexibility. Now that's very attractive. The thing that concerns me is Munford, is he a tackle or is he an interior offensive lineman? I think Munford could roll out to the right side and replace Havenstein if needed, assuming he's up to it. That's why you're drafting him in the first place, right? Ben Brown's definitely just an interior guy, and the Rams have some question marks there. David Edwards, the free agent next year. Brian Allen is signed and ready to go. Coleman Shelton, the apparent starter at right guard, or is it Bobby Evans? Who, if he is, he's also a free agent next year. I already drafted Munford. You know what? I'm going to take Ben Brown, too. Ben Brown to go along with Bobby Brown and Ernest Brown. Lots of Browns on the roster. That's going to be my final pick. Ben Brown, interior offensive lineman out of Ole Miss. So that concludes my second mock draft. And to recap, Fedarian Mathis, the interior defensive lineman out of Alabama. Kobe Bryant, the cornerback out of Cincinnati. Thayer Munford, interior offensive line out of Ohio State. Jeffrey Gunter, edge out of Coastal Carolina. Matt Hankins, the cornerback out of Iowa. Marquise Bell, safety out of Florida A&M. Abram Smith, or is it Abram? Abram Smith, the running back out of Baylor. And Ben Brown, the interior offensive lineman out of Ole Miss. Now, what I did last week, and I'm going to do it again, I'm going to go back to the Draft Network, and I'm going to run the same draft, TDN's predictive model, seven rounds, but I'm going to have them do the picks, automatic picks by their draft simulator, and see what they come up with. And I'm starting that now. This is going to take a minute to get to the Rams' first pick, but after that, things will move along pretty quickly. They're in the round two here. Matt Corral is the highest player on the board still. And now we're into round three. Isaiah Spiller, Carson Strong, Darian Kennard, highest guys on the board. Getting close to the Rams' pick. We're at pick 92. Jeremy Ruckert, Troy Anderson, and Abraham Lucas are still there. And the Rams have made their first pick. I don't get this at all. Jojo Doman, linebacker out of Nebraska. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Doman, Jojo Doman, linebacker out of Nebraska. And that's a position that I have not keyed on at all. Just don't see that as a big need. Pretty solid there right now with Ernest Jones and Bobby Wagner. You're going to spend your first pick on a linebacker? The second pick makes a little bit more sense. Isaiah Thomas, an edge guy out of Oklahoma. And the third pick, 
Yusuf Corker, a safety out of Kentucky. I'm okay with that. Still no cornerbacks, though? I don't know. Linebacker safety in the top three don't like it. With the 211th pick, Jatire Carter, interior offensive line out of Southern. So I like that pick. And their next pick is Andrew Stuber, offensive tackle out of Michigan. I'm okay with that. And interestingly, their next pick for the Rams is the same guy I picked, Matt Hankins, a cornerback out of Iowa. And then the next pick, Trey Barry, a tight end out of Boston College. Now, I could see the Rams doing that if they saw a tight end they really loved. But without knowing what tight ends the Rams really love, I'm not picking one because I think they got a pretty good group in-house already. And finally, a running back, Ty Chandler out of North Carolina. I think drafting a running back late in the draft is a good move. I'm okay with them drafting a running back with their last pick in the draft. I don't know. This is why I think Ram fans and Ram super fans, and I'm not necessarily talking strictly about myself, but I think most of you Ram fans, I would hope have an issue with this automated draft, a linebacker and a safety, two of the top three picks, interior offensive line, offensive tackle. So I do like those two picks. So that's our second mock draft in the books. We'll try to get at least one more in, possibly two, before the NFL draft. That's going to do it for this episode. Now coming up Monday morning, we'll have our regular drop. That will include an interview with a special guest regarding the top prospects in the NFL draft. And then we will follow that up the following week with our draft roundtable. That'll be me, Paul Walia, and Tom Kortz going through all aspects of the draft especially how it pertains to the Rams. That's going to be a lot of fun, and I suspect it's going to be a long episode. So keep your ears out for that. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at ramsup.com. And please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It's greatly appreciated. And remember, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.